Welcome to the Journey of a Christian Dad podcast. I'm your host, Dan Lewis. Who is the spiritual leader of your family? Is it you, your pastor, your spouse, the media? Do you know? I did. And sadly, no one was taking responsibility to lead our family. Well, friends, someone needs to take that job, and that man is you. You may not feel qualified, and some days I don't. With the help of God and a community of dads helping each other on their journey, you can be the leader your family deserves. We welcome you to the Journey of the Christian Dad podcast. Okay, guys, here we go. Getting ready to rock this one off. So today I'm excited. We've got our first female guest on the show not because I won't have females, but I just haven't found somebody that, that I've been dying to interview yet. So before we kick that off, quick review of the week. Our audible review of the week comes from FJW is me. So thanks, FJW. Titled Solid Advice. This is uh, about Jeff Henner, Hammer's Man Up podcast. So it says, Jeff's status as a father of seven shines through as he offers straightforward advice. Easy to understand, yet profound thoughts on spirituality and fatherhood. I bet he has many nuggets like that in his book. So, yep, that's Jeff Hemmer's book, Man Up. And, uh, yeah, Jeff is a fantastic guy. So, with that said, let's jump on with Jen Williamson. Jen is the unshakable marriage relationship coach. I've known Jen through social media for quite some time, and we were able to have a conversation a while back and get this set up. And I got to know her then. And rather than me kind of recap everything that I learned about her, I'll just open it up. And Jen, welcome to the Journey of a Christian Dad podcast. Oh, Dan, thank you so much. And I love, love what you're doing. It just really makes my heart smile because you are just really standing for a transformed world, you know, and us as parents, that's that's what we're doing. It's not only influencing and affecting our children, it's the way they're going to raise their children. So I love what you're doing. And um, it's just, I really, really acknowledge you for it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about just about you, whatever it is that you'd like to share about your whole bio and everything that I could go into, but I'd rather just hear from you and let the audience hear from you. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for asking. So, um, I grew up really a lost kid. Um, I didn't feel like I had a safe place to land. I was, I was pretty lonely. I was pretty sad. Um, I didn't have any religious background. Um, my dad's a scientist, so I grew up where believing that Mother Nature was God. And um, I ended up joined out of because I had nothing else to do. I joined the Navy at the age of eighteen. And it totally transformed my life because I was forced to have these really great habits. And I realized the power of a strong morning routine. I realized the power of having like really dialed in habits and, and that, and even underneath that, how important it is for us to identify ourselves as a person with great habits, a person with great relationships, as a person who's successful and like, it's so important. So I've just been on this journey for my entire life, really, since I was 18 years old, when I, I in my mind, really feel like I started living and um, met and married my husband almost 28 years ago, love of my life. And, um, and we really had our own challenges when the kids were little, the parenting like almost took us down and um, really almost took us down. And um, I just, I studied, I studied everything I could because like energetically, I knew that he was the love of my life. 
we both have experienced some severe, severe trauma growing up and he would, his would manifest being reactive. So for me, I learned how to build a super strong emotional immune system. So I could still be at a 10 out of 10 relationship with somebody who, who was, was struggling. I didn't need to make it about me. And that was a really big shift when, um, when I learned, you know, I just get to love, you know, I, I get to just meet him where I, where, wherever anybody is at in life, I just get to show up as the loving woman that I am and support where I can. And, and, um, it's, it's changed my life. And I, I teach other people how to have strong emotional immune systems because when we're strong, we really then have the ability to communicate well. And most people are communicating in the problems and growing the problems rather than speaking into the solution and sitting in the seat of possibility. Wow. I love that. I love that you opened right up with that because I've got that in my notes of something I wanted to make for sure we brought up. And that was a quote from you that says, people with the healthiest emotional immune systems have the ability to choose proactive responses in every situation, every situation. So let me give you an example. So, um, so we were meeting with our architect. I told you we were renovating the properties next door. We just sold everything and moved to Costa Rica. Oh, I'm going to plug my daughter, Zoe Williamson, go on YouTube and follow Zoe Williamson. We sold everything that we owned, everything that we owned four months ago and moved to Costa Rica and we're buying these properties we're renovating. So let me, let me jump in real quick. Yes. You heard her correctly. Everybody. (laughs) Through the midst of us communicating to set this one up, she's moving Costa Rica, all these different things. And yes, imagine a, like abandoning, but intentionally leaving one life and going to a totally different life and moving to another country. So that's what Jen and her family have done. So yeah. anyway, FYI, if you, if you heard that, but you're like, what did she say? Did she just slip in the fact that she reinvented her whole family's, not just life, but in a totally different foreign culture. Yes. That's, that's what you just heard. So, so yeah. So Zoe, we didn't even know this, like literally in five weeks, we sold everything that we owned and moved to Costa Rica. We made the empowered decision as a family together. You know, we've all been through transformational leadership training. We all are at a, you know, really, we, we say that we're rowing the boat in the same direction. We're all rowing in the same direction. And that's really powerful when like as parents, we, we get to lead our families and we get to teach that to our families. How can we all have our individual visions, but then have a family vision as well. And just every day be rowing in that direction. And which is also why my whole family, like I, I don't have employees, my family and I, we we're launching and the unshakable marriage and we already have launched the unshakable family. So going into possibility. So, so this morning, my husband and I, I had this podcast. So I'm like, Oh, I I have the podcast. I don't know if I should meet with the architect. I said, if you can make it at eight o'clock, I'll be there. So they say, yeah, they open up early. They're there at eight and um, our car is in the shop. It's getting a lift right now. It just makes it smoother to ride on these dirt roads. So what happens is we go to take our UTV and our UTV is, it's really just like this great vehicle to go up mountains and stuff. Well, it gets stuck in first gear, brand new Honda, Honda stuck in first gear. So we go to drive, we turn around and we go home. So my husband's like trying to figure out what's going on. And I go right to the solution. I'm like, okay, let's jump on the back of the motorcycle. Guys, this is a dirt bike. And I am a girl who doesn't even 
speed on the highway. I have no need for speed. And it's really funny because I'm married to basically Mad Max, right? So next thing you know, there we are with helmets. Like we're, we're racing out the door. I'm on the back of a dirt bike. I'm going through dirt roads. I'm going through puddles. I'm going up a horizontal mountain to get to this place. I'd emailed her on the way. Like we're going to, right before we left, we're going to be 10 minutes late when we show up. We show up and we had an incredible meeting, incredible. And so it's how do we make the best out of every situation? Like life is not perfect, but I am so committed. My family is so committed. This is where we're at. What is the best situation we can create? What is the possibility? And that's what we did. <laughs> it's funny. So, so from a guy's perspective, I'm like, cool, I get to ride the motorcycle to the, to the appointment. Like, this is great. I get to have my wife on the back. Like, let's roll. I could see how maybe from your perspective that you might not have been all that fired up about that possibility. <laughs> well, and it's really funny because now my husband is like, well, I could see you love the motorcycle. Like, maybe we need to get a cruiser and we can like cruise through Costa Rica. Like, it was really funny. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm open to possibilities, you know? Yeah. That's great. So what, what was the, was there a switch that you flipped there? Or initially, did you think, oh no, got to ride the, the motorcycle. This is awful. Or did you just like see it as the solution and just jump right to it? Great question. So, so really having a strong emotional immune system is um, it's really about our habits and it's about our mindset. And this is what I coach people on. I train people on, if you want to have an unshakable marriage, you get to be unshakable. If you want to have an unshakable family, be an unshakable parent, you get to be unshakable and it takes one person. So when we go into our habits and our mindset, we create a super strong emotional immune system. When we have a strong emotional immune system, it's like we grow our muscle for possibility. We are sitting in expansive possibilities. Yes. Like even raising my children, I don't even say no, because I don't, every time we say no, we are making their world smaller, their box smaller. How do I say no by using the word? Yes. How do I rephrase things? So they're expansive. So I teach people how to really grow that muscle so they can live in an abundant, expanded, expansive life filled with personality. I, possibility and personality. <laughs> so, so what does that look like? Like, uh, where do you start? How do people get going on this? Okay. Great question. So jenwilliamson.com. Yeah. Um, and you can email me there. My son right now is building me a beautiful new website, which is going to be up, but you can message me. You can get on the list. We are in month nine of be unshakable. The be unshakable program right now. And my, it's a group coaching program and it's been so incredible. And my people are just thriving. I actually, I, I, I really get to speak into this. One of the women was uh, maybe, I, I, I believe that everybody ha can, has three choices. They can stay and suffer. They can leave or they can transform. So my, my client decided to, people that come to me, the people that find me are people who are really committed to their families, like really committed. And she's like, I get to transform. Like I get to do this. It wasn't about changing a narcissistic husband. It was like, you get to transform the way the lens you put on and how you show up. So um, he's, he says, I don't want to be married anymore. 
she's like in the program for about five months. He says, I don't want to be married anymore. She showed up so powerfully and beautifully in the, in the divorce. Like, you know, with they hired their own attorneys and she was still showed up so anchored in with such a healthy emotional immune system that he said, I want to be married and I want to have a beautiful relationship together. And now they are rowing the boat in the same direction. And now our coaching is now that they're at a 10 out of 10 healing the wounds with the children, right? Because it starts like this. We get to be unshakable, have an unshakable marriage and then have unshakable children. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we had a guest on a few weeks back, uh, Troy Mangum, and he said uh, something along the effect of uh, if you're a fearful dad, you'll raise nervous, anxious children. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I believe like so the communication piece, once we build the strong emotional immune system, the communication piece is so key. Because the way we speak to our children and to our spouses is everything. And let's peel it back one step further. The most important person we speak to is ourselves. I said person. I said person. Because yes, yes, right? yes. for me, really, it, it, it's God. Um, the most important person that we speak to is ourselves. And how we speak to ourselves And and by having that strong emotional immune system, it becomes very easy to speak in solution, to speak in possibility. And then we raise our children that way. So with the communication piece, substituting the words don't, substituting the word not, right? Everything gets switched into the solution. Even removing the word you, you get to do your homework, right? Watch us. Hey, let's do, let's, let's take some time to do homework. We get to do our homework now. Just the words let's and we with a family, right? Like with spouses rather than like you're being this, you know, Hey, let's do this. You know, let's shift. There's always a new moment. And once our emotional immune systems are really strong, we can shift at any time. We all have the ability to shift at any moment once we are emotionally healthy. Now, what happens is a lot of people have the habit of sitting in a dirty diaper. You know what the dirty diaper is? You're in crap and you're you're choosing to stay there. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? And any moment we can shift, any moment. So here's the thing. Everybody wants to have a great marriage, a 10 out of 10. Everybody wants to have wonderful children and wonderful, wonderful relationship with their children. And what they're not realizing is they are talking sick. When our amused, emotional immune system is weakened, we are toxic. We talk <laughs> sick. We are toxic. We are toxic. You want a loving relationship and you're being toxic. So I teach people how to be toxic free. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. The language that we speak to others and then also the language we use when we speak to ourselves is like unrelenting and yeah, sitting in that poopy diaper. It's like when I like 
see somebody or smell somebody with that yeah. stink on them. It's like, <laughs> ask them a few questions and it cracks me up when they're like, staying right here. I'm not budging. I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Like, yeah. why would you want to stay in that? You know, you're nice and you're just asking questions, but you know, they, they just dig in and like, nope, this is it. This is me forever. Well, and at the root of it is it's tied to their belief system. It, they, they've identified themselves as maybe a grumpy person, like, or whatever it is. Like they, yeah, yeah, they let's, they've let's identified the grumpy person thing. Let's, yeah. Let's roll with it, that for a second. Yeah. So they, they've identified themselves there for somewhere, somewhere in their childhood. Cause you really in the zero to eight, the ages zero to eight, specifically the ages zero to four, that is where we form our identity from the experiences that happened. It's actually not the experiences that happened because those are neutral it's our lens that we saw the experience through, mm-hmm. right? It's the lens. So for example, uh, there's a story about these twin brothers and, and um, their dad was an, a, an alcoholic dad and very yeah. abusive. And one became just like him and the other one became opposite. And when they studied them, they said, what is the, what is the reason for your life being the way it is? And they both had the same answer. It was my father. But they both had different lenses that they saw. So, so the event, the experience is neutral. We choose consciously or subconsciously how to, to change that, like how, how to interpret it. And then we use that interpretation to create our identity. And then we take that, that those events and our interpretation of those events and subconsciously repeat them for the rest of our lives, unless we peel back the layers. And that's what we do. We go into the brain a lot. We go into triggers. We go into communication. Where did it come from? How can you rewrite that story? How can you rewrite that story? Mm-hmm. I, I have the story of my trauma and I'm actually not going to share it here because it's pretty horrible. I don't oh, think no. it's that, t- I don't think it's that type of show, but, um, but I have like, you see, I enjoy talking about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I enjoy talking about it because I've rewritten the story and I said, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Look at the lessons I learned. Look at the woman I chose to become. Look at the people that I helped. Look at the lives that I transformed. Yeah. It's powerful. So I don't know how the, the actual, what happened, but maybe the conclusion, what you yeah. um, took from it and said, I am from whatever, whatever the trauma was. Yeah. That I, I am whatever and formed your identity right. around that for a while. Yeah. So I actually had three things back to back that happened, but I'll speak into one of one of them. I was molested by my running coach. And so that piece I turned into like at a, I, I ended up being on a board called Stop Abuse, where we um, where it taught parents how to have how to have conversations with their children about like if anybody touched, like if anybody was to touch yeah, someone, we talked yeah. to, and it was like there's a book um, on Amazon. It, it's called, I believe, it's called Simon Says, and like Simon Says Tell. So like it talks about the underwear rule, uh, excuse me, the bathing suit rule, and you know if anybody touches you, like you know, when I raise my kids, like if anybody, this is the key because this is how it happened to me. If anybody ever says, don't tell your mom, don't tell your dad, don't tell anybody, like that's the key. That means tell. You say, okay, and that means tell. And um, so I was dedicated, dedicated to raising my children differently. 
um, because of that. And thank God they're, I have 21 year old twins and um, lived a really blessed life because one out of every four girls gets raped or molested and it's one every six or seven boys. So teaching our children at a young age to talk, like have these conversations in a really neutral, not ashamed way against the communication piece, how we're showing up energetically. And um, so, so, you know, I'm, I'm blessed, like I'm blessed because statistically, if it happened to you, statistically, it's more likely to happen to your children. So that was a blessing. I see I'm smiling as I speak about it. You are smiling. I hear the joy coming from your voice and I just want to comfort (laughs) you right through the screen. And, uh, but yeah, thank, thank you for sharing that, that piece. I I wasn't sure if you're going to share something quite as personal as that, but that is such a big deal. And I think that is just a fantastic tip. It's so simple. It's something that a child can easily grasp Mm -hmm. and, allowing the psychological safety for your child. So they know no matter what they can come to you and they're not going to get a angry parent reaction. They're going to get a loving parent reaction. Yeah. And we, we, we always get to show up as the loving parent and safe and we can, but if we don't set it up for our, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and if we're showing up with a, with a really rotten emotional immune system, we're going to live our lives being reactive we are reactive, we're explosive, we're impatient, we're speaking in the negatives, we're toxic, you know? So I'm super passionate about this, obviously. The other tip that I want to give was, um, was with the kids I raised and where we would do the peak and the pit. So what was yeah, the peak of the peak day? The yeah, what was the peak of the day? What was the pit? And especially for the parents that have boys, getting boys to speak about like, negative events and feelings. And just like when they're like, well, so-and-so didn't pick me for the kickball team. You know, what did you feel? You know, how did that feel? Getting them talking about their feelings and feeling safe about it, I think is really very important because so many people stuff their feelings, just stuff them. And it comes out either physically or mentally. It, It doesn't go away. So it, it's going to come out. So we just, we get to get them in the habit, you know, cause we're teaching them how to live these kids. We're teaching them what a marriage is, you know, we're teaching them self-care, you know, like Willie and I, we do actually, we're doing it tomorrow. I'm super excited. Here we are 21 years later, we're going for a massage. So rather than be like, oh, I feel guilty doing date nights or doing massage. We're like, we're going for massages. We're doing a date night. Like we tell them because we want them to do it when they're grown-ups. I don't want to see them putting themselves last and suffering. I want them to learn you get to live your life in overflow and that way you have endless amounts to pour into everybody. It's simple. Yeah, modeling the marriage is so important for our kids so that they they can have healthy marriages. I've got a good friend and his kids say, "Why are you guys got to go out again for date night?" They're like, "Well, we want to love each other. And it's really important for you yeah. that we love each other. Your yeah. life will be better 
if we love each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's fun to do like family date nights, you know what I mean? Like to, to make it special with the kids or, you know, even if, yes. if, if you don't have the finances, maybe to do a family, go out for dinner twice to do it once a month or to create a meal, a theme meal that you cook together at home, or there's just always so many possibilities. Yeah, do to a make picnic it. or yeah. few, few years back, my wife and I got tired of the everyday routine and there's this Creek about 25 minutes away that is just pristine with the, this really cool, like rock beach where we get to, you know, look for things and arrowheads and all this stuff. And I'm like, honey, why do we have this, you know, basic meal thing when we've got the opportunity just to run out, you know, grab some food, throw a blanket oh. down and like play in the water and just have fun as a family while we're having dinner. She's like, oh, that's great. So we just oh. run out to the Creek pr- once a week, probably. It was so fun. Okay, so you just inspired me because there are these tuna bowls that we love, and and we have beautiful sunsets at our house. Like we, this the view here is. Oh my gosh, beautiful. I can only imagine where you're at. Um, and and you just really inspired me, and this is why it's so important who we are around and spending <laughs> our time with. Um, Major because, theme of mine. Yeah, so I get to um, to go to Organico where they have the best um, tuna bowls and eat them at the beach with the kids and Willie, you know, make that a once a week, once every other week thing. And so thank you. That was, that really, that inspired me that landed and I'm taking that one. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, so what, what keeps people stuck in that spot? What keeps, what keeps people stuck in that poopy diaper? Oh, okay. So first of all, um, there's a genetic component, right? We all have a genetic component and then we also have a learned component. And again, in our beliefs, and it's really powerful once we, we change our belief system about ourselves. So we get in habits in our life. It's the drift where we are just so, so numb to what's coming out of our mouth. You know, how long we, we sit in the dirty diaper for like, like we're so numb to it and blind to it. Right. And, and, you know, so I believe that it, you know, it takes the commitment, you know, having a coach, being around people that you really, um, that, that you, that inspire you, like, you know, the tidbit that you just shared with me, you know, and so, but it's really digging into the subconscious, you know, system, like where, where did you believe that it takes three days to get over a fight. Like I had one of my best friends. I love her. She's like, please launch the unshakable marriage workshops. Like, (laughs) and um, so her and her husband, they will sit in dirty diapers for three weeks. Like that's their family drift. That's their family drift. Right. And super successful, multimillion dollar millionaire, like super successful in every single aspect of her life except with her relationships, except with her family. And a lot of times those are the people that are coming to me. Like life is working really well for them, except in this area, right? And um, they, they've, you know, really had success in other areas. And this area is, um, and I take, I actually take that back because one of the dads, this is now his business has boomed. So um, I thought that my coaching was really going to be going towards teaching entrepreneurs the mindset to make millions. Like, 
And then when I mm-hmm. surveyed, I, I launched the um, Thriving Entrepreneur Show, how to have an unstoppable advantage in business and in life. And then when I surveyed the people that went to the show, the attendees, they were like, we want to know more about your family. Like, how do you do the family piece? And that's when I was like, oh, and it's, and this, the funny thing is, it's all the same stuff. Strong emotional immune system, the mindset, it's all the same stuff, right? So I could teach leadership. I could teach, you know, the, the mindset to be a multimillionaire. I could do like the parenting, the, um, the marriage. It's all the same stuff. And you used real estate to make a lot of money, did uh-huh. quite well in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. So you're still, still am. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say still. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We're buying properties here in Azara, Costa Rica. And it's just been, um, I love it. I, I love it because again, like I was talking about, I love to see the possibility of something beautiful, like having a vision of what could my marriage look like? If, like my ideal marriage, what could my ideal house look like? What could that property look like? What could mm-hmm. my life look like? And attaching to that vision, that's what I get people to do, attach to that vision. Well, so many people are so stuck in their problems, sitting in their dirty diapers, they don't even know what their vision is. They don't even know what a healthy marriage looks like. They don't even know what a great relationship with their children looks like. That was so, exactly a question I want to ask. I've got yeah. it written down before yeah. we even open this up. <laughs> was vision. I absolutely wanted to talk to you about vision. Yeah. It's where it starts. Yeah. So husband and wife, right? Marriage. Yeah. People you work with, do you observe a trend as to which one's able to vision better? So, so with the, with the Be Unshakable program, I, I really take the stand that it takes one person to transform a family. One, one, and my people are rocking it. So, so what, what we create is you get to have your own vision for you. Like what right. is your vision for your life? So many people are just drifting. They don't even know what they're doing. Like they're just like, they're in survival mode, mm-hmm. right? So really like if you were to take a trip, you'd need to know where you're going. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, And then create the steps to get there. Then having a vision for your marriage. Now, sometimes when people come to me, they're like, they're not even talking to their husbands. So then they're, they're going to create the vision for their marriage themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Once the healing, once their emotional immune system is strong, once they start leading their family, because it takes one person to transform a family, that's when the spouse, the husband or wife is like, all right, I get it. Like, okay. And that's when they're like, look, let's create one together. Like, let's create one together. And that's super powerful. Like that's, that's next level. Yeah, it's really, really powerful because then it goes back to what I was saying. What would it look like if everybody in the family was rowing the boat in the same direction? So I'm going to share something with you, not to brag, but to show you what's possible. So we sold everything that we owned in five weeks. Again, go to Zoe Williams and on YouTube. <laughs> um, the first video, it's only 10, 15 minutes long. So as we sold everything, we had no idea she was even filming this. Oh, wow. And the woman doing the estate sale was like, I've never experienced a family like this. Like she was in our home for three weeks, like a lot. And she was like, this was like incredible. And because we're all rowing in the same direction, you know, we've, everybody in our family has been trained in transformational leadership. And that is what I bring into my, like, that is what I speak into. That's what, you know, but if I told a lot of my clients, I'm going to teach you on transformational leadership, they'd be like, whoa, I just want to heal my marriage. Right, right. right. 
So, um, so we, we sold everything we owned in five weeks. We moved to Costa Rica. We don't speak Spanish yet. We moved into a hotel room, two beds in one small room. We were buying properties. We're living in a house that's not renovated. Definitely not at the standards that we are used to at. Like I have one fan working here, no fan working over there. Like, you know, like this is not the way, like, this is not the way we lived. I mean, like I showered with a scorpion my first week in this house. I was like, there's a scorpion in my shower. How did I end up here? I was at the yacht club a couple of weeks ago. So anyway, it's, it's really just, it's just beautiful. It's, I forgot where it's. Oh, so, so we're doing this all. And, and now we've been here four months, let's call it five with the estate sale, five months. We haven't had a fight. We haven't had a fight. Like we like now have there been moments? Yeah. Where we quickly shift. Yeah. We're, we're not perfect. And, and none of us are perfect and we have the tools and we have the ability to choose to have a new moment not carry the past into the present, which infects the future. So one person transforms. Yeah. Other person joins. What about the visioning part where one person's more talented at the vision? I was running a 12 week group and in that group was all men intentionally. And I was asking them about just their family and where it's going and where they Mm -hmm. see it going. And I ask all of them about their wives and what their visions were and stuff. And they said, no, no, no. My wife can only see like a day or a week at a time. Yeah. It's hard for her to picture out, you know, too much. She's kind of looking right down at the road as opposed to the skyline. So the husband has identified her that way. Right. Not, so not by, only identified, by, but here's the, here's vision. Yeah. Let's, let's open so, stuff up. Let's think big. Right. And, so, so yes. first of all, if energetically we're showing up, holding somebody small, they're going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be that way. So I really believe that life is an enrollment game, right? So as a parent, I, I don't control my children. I enroll them. So I don't say you, you got to make your beds. You've got to clean your room. It's like, Hey, let's make our beds. It feels so good when we start our day off with completion energy. They made their beds every day, like not every day, but like since they were 10 years old, they like to have completion energy, right? They like to eat healthy foods. It's not like you have to eat your broccoli. (gasps) Oh, we feel so good when we eat broccoli. This is like when the number one anti-cancer foods is, is, this is great. You know, it's enrollment. So the husband, there's a saying that I say all the time. If it's going to be, it's up to me. I didn't make it up. Just so you know, yeah. transformational leadership, if it's going to be, it's up to me. So when we go through life, if it's going to be, it's up to me. It is our responsibility to enroll our spouse into, into creating a better life. Have you got any tips on doing, doing that? Well, you, first of all, you get to really enroll yourself first. So yeah. when you're, when your emotional immune system is really, really strong. Um, and the connection is really, really strong. So we go into personality styles as well, because like you might be speaking in your personality style and, and, and go to jenwilliamson.com because that's actually Zach is working right now on uh, where you can take the test and just find out where you're at. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and then in the Be Unshakable program, like we deep dive because so, so this is the thing. I 
it's my natural flow to speak in my language. Right. But that's not my husband's language. And it's not my children's language at all. So for example, once we discovered this, it was such an aha, I'm fast, I'm quick, I'm high energy. My daughter is very analytical. Thank God, because she's the perfect business partner for me. She's so <laughs> analytical and detailed. Well, people that are very analytical and detailed, they, they want all the details and they really want to take their time to process, right? They make the best decisions and it takes them a long time to get there. So here I was, let's say something was going on with her. I'm a quick shifter. I have like this badass. Oh, um, I have this really strong. Hey, emotional. Hey, okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, remember, remember I was a sailor. I'm from New York. So I have this really strong emotional immune system. So I'm shifting quick. And that's also my personality. And I didn't realize she felt not heard. Yeah. I wasn't showing up and listening and communicating in her personality style. That's a biggie. I have a dad in my course. He said, this is the first time my son and I have not fought during homework. We would fight during homework every single day. It's been two weeks. We haven't fought because he learned how to style shift and speak in his son's language. Nice. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. It's a game changer. Such a game changer. So I, I hear that and I hear guys thinking in their own heads. I don't know about the language she just used. And that's not the way I do it though. Can we yeah. just figure out a way to do it the way I do it? Make this work. Yeah. That, so that's control, not enroll, <laughs> right? That's exactly. control, not enroll, right? Enroll is like, guys, this is going to be amazing for our family. This is going like for like a, a statement that I say all the time is easy button. So I create mm -hmm. easy buttons in my life. So I do that with, with buying groceries. Um, I do it with me making meals. I do it with morning routines. I like, how can we hit the easy button? How can we live a life in a month? Like we would live in a year by creating easy buttons in our life that don't take any of our limited willpower. See, once things are habits, it takes none of our willpower. Our willpower is very limited, very limited. And if we're using our willpower on small things, we're not saving it for the things that we really, really like the important stuff that we could use it for. So the more things that can just be in habit, not even thinking about, and we actually spend a month on that in the Be Unshakable program, like the habit stacking, finding keystone habits, like hacking life with habits, That that's like, that's next level. Like people's lives forever change. And that's part of building a strong emotional immune system. Save your fuel for the stuff that matters. Not only, not only will you be triggered less, aggravated less, frustrated less, pissed off less. If you are, you can quickly shift. So what happens is let's say somebody has a weak emotional immune system or they're, they're just triggered they're just triggered or they're in habits when they're walking, like the dad's walking around with a hammer in his hand. Well, if you have a hammer in your hand, everything's a nail. Everything's yeah, a nail. Right. Your wife's a nail, your kid's a nail, like everything's a nail. Right. So 
when you have a strong emotional immune system, what's going to happen is you're putting down the hammer, you're sitting in possibility, you're speaking in languages that people can hear. And if you're triggered, rather than the spark that comes in, your trigger becoming your wife's trigger or your children's trigger, and then the trigger dance goes on with the sparks, and next thing you know, there's a flame. Next thing you know, there's an explosion. Next thing you know, you're doing all this damage control. What would it look like if we didn't have the spark? And if we did, we could shrink wrap it. It goes away. Be pretty amazing, right? It's easy. It's actually easy. It's so easy. It's just a choice. So most men, we have triggers revolving around respect. Yeah. And expectations we place on others that maybe is even unspoken. We've got a yes. covert contract. Right. The, the other party has no idea Ex that that's the expectation. Exactly. Exactly. So it's such a hack. So um, I teach this to the women. The number one thing your husband wants is respect. That's what men like biologically want respect. Respect. Yes. Women want to feel safe and loved. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we understand that and start speaking into their language and we understand the personality styles, like my husband is like a, a checklist machine. He's a retired Navy pilot. He is like, he check, everything's checklist. <laughs> well, with his personality, that's the way he shows love. I'm going to do this for my family. I'm going to do that for my family. I'm going to do that for my family, right? Checklist. I'm going to move us here. I'm going to get us here. I'm going to get us there. And what happens is with that personality style, the relationships pay the price. That personality style has a carnage of human beings around them because they're all about the checklist and getting yes. it done, right? At any expense, the check is going to get in the box, right? And having that understanding is key and having the understanding as a wife like that's also how he shows love by doing all these things and like putting the check and i really get to acknowledge that i really get to acknowledge you know you did such a great job you moved us like really acknowledge the checks in the boxes have you got any tips on that for the the mission-driven box checkers, checklist type guys, uh, yeah. should they add anything to their checklist? So it, yes, absolutely. It starts with a really strong emotional immune system. So, and that really di like dialing in your habits and your mentality, you know, those two, I teach within a two, two months of the year long program. So like dialing that in is so just to, to focus on your habits, focus on like, this is the thing you can either be proactive in life or reactive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our mornings are so important because a body hear this, a body in motion stays in motion, stays in motion. Right. Yeah. So if the first thing we do is we are reactive, we are more likely to be reactive during the whole day. When our morning routine is proactive, we are more likely to be proactive, okay? When we are proactive, we are able to be responsible. Response-able. Response-able. We can choose our responses. Body emotion stays in motion. You have a choice to be proactive or reactive. 
And then once you're proactive, you can be response able. That's when you can speak in solutions. That's why if you're triggered, you have the ability to shift. You can get out of the dirty diaper quick. The quicker you're out of the dirty diaper, the quicker that your family returns to peace. Yeah, I like respond, not react is something that I say all the time. Yeah, I, it's huge. I like that you brought in the morning routine, being proactive there. I've absolutely got some thoughts about that and some background with that. But what does a proactive morning routine look look like for you or maybe for your clients? Something that maybe they didn't have and then stepped into. Yeah. So, so glad you asked. So um, I, I don't remember the statistic, but it was like over 60 something percent could have even been in the 80 percent. Actually, I did it in a workshop. I have all the statistics for it, but a really big, the majority of the people like first thing in the morning, check, checking their phones. It, so that's starting us to be reactive. Like, what does the world need from me? What is Facebook or Instagram telling me to think or buy or do or compare or whatever? Mm-hmm. So like, I, so first of all, we get to have a really healthy relationship with our phone because it's a big device for distraction. So I use my phone as an alarm. It's across the room. I use it as an alarm. I wake up at five o'clock every single morning, uh, except for Saturdays and Sundays, um, because I've identified myself as a girl who does that, right? Yes. I have a morning routine that is so solid. Like nobody will even speak with, like the, the family rule is I'm in a morning routine for, and my daughter actually wakes up at 5 a.m. too. We, we, we don't speak for an hour and a half of my morning. Now I could do a morning routine in literally three minutes if needed. I have the luxury to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and, and to do this. I'm so disciplined about not being reactive that when I turn my phone off of airplane mode, yeah, notifications, texts, all that starts coming in. I won't look at one. I won't look at wow. one. And you will love this as a Christian because I do the Bible and I do prayer and I do meditation every single day. And when all those texts and all those things and all those ways that I could react come in, I say, God, I choose you first. God, I choose you first. God, I choose you first. That's a powerful affirmation right there. Oh, yeah. I do affirmations every morning. I also read every morning. We've got a Bible devotional group that a lot of the guys that listen to the podcast are also in. And so we get to put our messages and talk about our stuff and whatever in a in a private devotional. But uh, man, that morning time is just so powerful. I believe when you get started right, the rest of the day is going to go much better. Yeah. And I make it a living, it's like a living morning routine. So like I'm always, because I'm, I've like hacked habits and habit stacking. Like I'm always like layering in more and more. I'm like, what else? Can, like my shower, it like goes ice cold. I'm listening to worship music. Like, I mean, it's just, I, just because I shower, it's a keystone habit. I have mm-hmm. like 15 great things that I do. So identifying what our keystone habits are and what, what, what else can I stack on that? I'm there anyway. It's going to take no willpower. It's almost like if you have a hook to hang a sweater on or a jacket, you're never going to lose a jacket. It's like so easy. It takes no effort because the hook is there. Right. So, and now I only lose my keys when I don't put them where the keys go. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I never lose the keys when I put them back where they're supposed to go. So it's about hitting the easy button and making it so it's so easy. Life doesn't have to be hard. Not at all. Especially when we know that we are yoked with the Lord. 
Right? Yes. We, don't have, we don't have to suffer. We're so blessed he did that for us. She mentioned the shower in the morning routine. So shower for me, then I head over to the mirror. And at the mirror, I've got a, yeah. two prayer cards. On one of the prayer cards, front and back, there's a prayer for my wife. There's a prayer for my mm. kids. And then there's a prayer for our family. Beautiful. So every day when I get there, as I get ready to brush my teeth, I read the prayers. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. It's so, so powerful. Yeah. Zoe right now, who's also a morning routine queen like me is memorizing scripture and has, um, has it on her, on her mirror in her bathroom as well. Mm. There's a, there's a scripture memorization tool and I forget the name of it. If you do a search for it, you can find it where it won't let you got to type it in the rest of the scripture. So it really helps. I uh, love that. That's yes, awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's, so that's really cool. Scripture that's memorization amazing. is one that I hear a lot of people. I'm having a hard time. It's like, just that's takes time. Awesome. It just takes time. You'll, you'll, you'll get better at them. But yeah, you have an interesting story with your background, science and, you know, that kind of thing. And then somehow you, you made it to Christianity. Oh, yeah. So I come from Jewish family. I was going to let you say Um, it. I knew that, (laughs) but you skipped it. So, (laughs) yeah. So I come from a, a Jew, my family's Jewish and, um, and then, but like in my immediate home, it was, it was like, well, Christmas is fun. So we're going to do Christmas. Right. So it, you know, the Lord, I've just always felt him. Like I've just, I always felt, I felt his presence. Like I felt, I felt his love you know, in the loneliness of my child, like I felt like never alone, really. And I felt like he had a purpose for my life. And um, my husband was raised in the Catholic Church and his experience. So I mean, I knew like a lot of my really great friends are Catholic. His experience was it was the rules, not the relationship. So he ran Mm -hmm. from the church. I really never had any religion. And I, I remember being six years old and asking my mom who Jesus was. And she's like, he was a really great man who died. And that was kind of the end of that. So we joined the Navy and I would, I would bring it up to my husband and he really had like a, a wall and a lot of resistance about it. And then we just started praying together as a family because we were actually concerned about our country. So, yeah, so we were concerned about our country years ago. You know, we're both veterans, you know, my husband, 20 years, me six. And, you know, there was a lot of things going on in the country. And we just started praying as a family, you know, just to protect our country. And what happened was it was just, you know, to universe and, you know, that started happening. And then what happened was our best friends were always strong Christians. So, during this time, we were about to build the dream house, which you will see in Zoe's video. Nice. We had bought the lot and I was in real estate and had a listing on a dead end. And it was a beautiful home by the same architect. And so this story is about three minutes long. Do I have no, three? No, no, you're good. Okay. You're good. okay, good. So it was by the same architect and I only knew about it because of this listing. So, um, so I started praying like, God, if we're like, are we meant to buy, like build this house? Like we'd bought the lot, but we'd never done new construction before. And I kept saying, if I could only get in this house, I would know I, if I could only get in this house. So at this point, my husband said, you know, let's go to church with the D Geronimo's. We, we really need to get our spiritual house in order. And um, one of my best friends is a woman. It's very, she's like a warrior for God. Andrea D Geronimo is her name. Okay. 
So then my other best friend along this time invites us to watch the um, Case for Christ. She invites all these families. Yeah. She invites all these families and we were the only ones that show up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So we show up, we watch the movie and, and Chantel downloads the app, the Bible app. So I get the verse of the day. So I called her up that night. I said, Chantel, I love you. By the way, she's the number one fasting podcast on podcasts. It's Wasting Away with Chantel Ray. And she's incredible, true leader for God. And um, so I call her up. I'm like, Chantel, I love you. I get God. I get prayer. Jesus in the Bible is, it's a little Japanese to me. So she says, well, you have to pray for exactly that. Like to get clarity on Jesus and to know him and for the Bible. So I did. And within one week, I was invited to my first Bible study. I was 47 years old. This was about four years ago. I was invited to my first Bible study ever. I didn't even know whose house it was at. I hardly knew the girl that invited me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a sign, right? Yeah. It was, so I showed up. It was, um, there was only three other women and one of them happened to be Andrea DiGeronimo. All right. And it was in that house. Oh my goodness. It was in that house. It was in that house. And um, like that was the first of so many signs. So then Diane, the homeowner, took me to buy a Bible the next day. And my husband was like, we were kind of all having this like coming, right? Yeah. And we were, so Diane takes me to buy a Bible. Willie's laying on the bed with me, Zoe, and him reading Genesis. And Zach wasn't there because he was at a performance. He, he also plays music. And he got a ride home. He walks in the house, totally lit up. He was given a Bible on his ride home. Oh my goodness. The same day. So, so like God has just been showing up so beautifully, so powerfully. Um, we got baptized as a family and we are just like uh, my real purpose in life. Like my purpose in life is really to bring people to the Lord. Like that is my purpose. And I know that. And yes, I coach people to be the best versions of themselves. I coach people to heal their marriages. I coach people to, to be the best versions of themselves and to transform their lives. And I'm always planting the seeds. I'm always planting the seeds. And I, I, I also do transformational leadership. I'm a coach with um, hardcore leadership. And I just had a girl about three weeks ago said, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And she is, she lives in Denmark and she is flying to California to get baptized. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so cool when you just live your life and you're around people and then somebody that's not a believer says, I'd like to know more, you know? What's, what's my next step? What do I do? Can you help? Can you be there for me? Like you said earlier, it's who you hang around. And uh, it's awesome having people that are seeking something and they're not sure what. Yeah. And they think, Hey, you might have it. You might have it. And that's, what's been so cool. Um, That's really, I feel like my purpose, like when we moved here to Costa Rica, there was a girl in my leadership community and we were doing the Bible together um, every day. And we went to the only English speaking non-denominational church. And we, 
it literally was like, it was wonderful, but it was like, poke your eye out and um, cut your arm off. Like, like literally. And she said, I'm done. I'm never going back. She happened to move here a day before me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the only English speaking non-denominational church. I'm like, did God, like, why did God call us here? Like, are we meant to start a church? Like, cause he's really leading with everything, like with everything. And, um, are we meant to be opening up a church? And I'd pray about it every single day. Like, God, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? And, um, and I'm part of this incredible leaders, transformational leadership community. And I was praying again, I will never look at my phone, you know, until after my morning routine. And I got done with my morning routine, which included praying that the Lord show me the way and um, how he wants me to serve. And one of the guys that I had been planting seeds in was going to a church, online church called Experience Church. And come to find out four of the people that I've been planting seeds in, in my community for the past four years, we're all now going to this church. So Matt sends me a text introducing me to the pastor. <laughs> so it's, it's called experience church because it's very interactive. Like it's, it's really a beautiful place for Christians and non-Christians. Cause you go, you don't get lectured at like, you, they, yes, there's, there's definitely a sermon piece of it, but you're in breakout groups talking about, like yeah, yeah. talking. So I went to it, invited, you know, my best friend, Chantel. Now she started the, the, you know, the children's program in it. And, and it's just now that, that girl in Denmark goes to church every Sunday and is in communication with the pastor to get baptized in California. So, you know, God's leading it's, it's, he's leading. So the tagline of the podcast is becoming the spiritual leader of your home. Have you got any tips for, for a guy who's ready to, in your words, transform? And uh, in the Bible, there's some verses about transforming your mind. Yeah, I, guy, I read it this morning. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Literally this morning. Yeah, that's so, I swear to God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was reading about, um, I, was, I started a new plan about, you know, being there, about controlling our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the, the verses that came out. Yeah. I love, I love when I learn about the armor of God and the helmet Yeah, keeps things out and then also allows you to keep things in. And that's your job is to transform the inside. The helmet will protect you yeah. from the outside. Absolutely. So, um, so thank you for, for stating that and for asking that, because I think this is really, really big. There's a saying called, this is transformational leadership work. Be, do, have. Yes. Right. And so we get to be like, really be the example, like really be what it means to be a follower of Christ, like really be that. And like, if I'm to sum it up in one word, it's love. Yes. So we get to be love. It's simple. So as we're going through our lists or we're going through life, we're going through getting triggered and life is happening. We get to be love. When we create the relationships and the connection, people will listen. People will listen. Again, it's in role, not control. <laughs> so when we be love, be, do, have, we do loving things 
and then we have a loving family. When we be the example of, of Christ or a Christian, when we be that and we do things that are in alignment with it, not just at work, not just at home and every, with the stranger, with the stranger down the road, like that you bump into, like, you know, like I had it the other day, I was at the beach and Zach went for a run. I went for a walk and he was back sitting on a leg on a log, just looking at the ocean. I wanted to take a picture and there was a little bit of trash behind the log. And I was like, I'm not going to take the picture. There's like, you know, bottles and stuff. And then, you know, I could have quickly went into judgment of like, you know, what's people, what are people doing? And I said, you know what, again, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I took the trash. I skipped the picture. I brought it back. I, I saw the woman who cleaned. We're members of a, our new country club is a surf club. So I go to the surf club. I see Carol. Carol's a Spanish speaking woman who, who's the janitor. It's like, Carol, I'm like, um, garbage. I'm like trying to speak, speak Spanish. And she went to take the garbage. I said, show me, show me, like, show me the garbage. So she shows me the three bins, you know, and, and we're, she's yeah. educating me, even though we can't speak, educating me on the three bins. I put them, the four bins, I put them in the different ones I've learned and I created connection. Yeah. Like I, cre I created connection. I also am showing up in the world, like as a giver, not a taker, you know, I'm showing up as that person shared the story with my kids, not like, look how great I am, but like, we really, we really get to be responsible for everything in our life. Like everything in our external world is a reflection of our internal world. So many people are trying to control the external world rather than it being here. Mm -hmm. Be, do, have. Be, be love. I love that. I love, uh, I've heard be, do, have for a long time, but I've never heard it that way. So typically I hear it in a high achiever kind of world. So be, yeah. do, and then you get to have, you get to have stuff. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I just sold all my stuff. Let me tell you, it was freeing. In the old days, I wanted to have stuff. Yeah. In the new days, I'm like, I don't like this be, do, I don't like the last part, the have part. I'm going to no. figure out how to have something different. And then I started having, hearing people say, be, do, achieve. Oh, yeah. I, so I like achievement. That's good. I, I'm comfortable with that word, but I, yeah. I, lo I love being able to hear it the way you said it, be loved, do loving things and have a loving family that fits. So, so what I'm doing, what I do is I teach leadership. It's, it's everything is leadership. Yes. Everything is leadership. And, and the people that are, that are coming to me aren't, they wouldn't come to me for leadership. So like, for example, one of my clients, I, I would speak leadership. She was like, Ah, that's not right place for me. And I said, well, what does leadership mean to you? She says it means the boss, right? So I have it, it it's packaged into, you know, it, but everything is leadership, how we yes. lead ourselves. And, you know, and the ultimate leader was Jesus Christ. And, and as Christians, that is who we get to try, you know, in our brokenness to emulate. I was trying to heal my family so much, literally for 20 years. For, I would, I'd read everything, everything, everything. And as an entrepreneur, I drink business, mm -hmm. right? So 
what I would do is rather than like, rather than like the relationship books that weren't doing it for me at all, like none of the people were even inspiring to me. Sorry if I'm offending anybody, but I would take John Maxwell. Yes. I would take Tony Robbins, I, Victor Frankel, like all like incredible people. And the, the business, my brain would turn it into family. Yes. It would turn it into family. So, so the people that are drawn to me are really successful people who want to up-level their business. Like their businesses are going to up-level by working with me for sure. Cause they're up-leveling their themselves, their families. And that's just a byproduct. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So we'll put uh, links uh, to the website and uh, I'll probably go find the Zoe video and throw that in the show notes. Oh, also. please do. Yes, do the, yeah, do yeah. the first one. We sold everything and then moved to Costa Rica. Remember when we did this, we had no idea she was even doing it. And yeah, it, that is great. Yeah, it was really, it was, it was such a blessing and just such a gift to us, you know, it really was. And I always like our guests. I didn't prep you for this at all, but can you throw a challenge out? I was like, men love challenges. Yes, I would love, love to. to solve things. We love yeah. to we love action. So I'd yeah. love for you to throw a challenge out to the men yes. that, are, that are listening. Um, two things. Speaking in solutions. Speak in the solution, not into the problem. And the other one is to remove the word you. Remove it. Like gone. Craig Rochelle did a sermon that I loved and he was like, take that finger and make it a thumb, right? The pointing, you did this, yes. you did this, you did that. I got to tell you, every time you do this, you're being a victim. The exterior world did this to me and you're going to take a defensive posture. When we say, what could I have done better? What could, how could I land that? How did I show up? Like, how do I show up differently? Literally removing the word you, taking the finger, turning it into a thumb will change your whole life. That's so huge. Yeah. That's so huge that what us guys can do is look at others and same thing. Our spouses can do the same thing. And then it goes back and forth and it's a chain hmm. reaction. We have a victim. We live in a victim culture. I mean, like I remember being a kid and just watching the Brady Bunch and what is that doing? Programming to how great it is to divorce, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of beautiful, wonderful, one of my best friends, like, you know, coaches blended families. So, I mean, they're like, I, I get it. I respect it, but we are programmed to be victims. Watch the news, fear, victim, point, point, you, you. And remember, everything in our external world is a reflection of our internal world. So right? funny, thing, funny thing before we close, one of the listeners on this podcast, his next door neighbor is Craig Rochelle's son. Oh, I love that. Well, be sure that um, to let him know Jen Williamson is quoting him. And if you can, um, on Facebook, I'm the Unshakable Family. Yeah. And um, yeah, Unshakable Family, I post on there almost daily. And, you know, the drift is real, guys. Like The, the drift, drift is real. The drift is real. And, you know, daily I do posts just to keep people. You can even like make it so you'll like I, there's settings to make it so it pops up or you're notified when there's a post in it. And just just staying in it. You know, a lot of it is on gratitude and mindset and love and 
And um, so, yeah, I think that putting your email out where, and then you'll know about the next courses that we're doing as mm -hmm. well. Like, and um, I'm going to be doing a free webinar um, that's coming up. That's in the works in the next oh, 90 cool. days. And then we're doing the, um, the unshakable marriage workshop, which, you know, you and your spouse both can do, you know, or, but it really takes one person to transform a marriage. It does. Yep. It sure does. I agree a hundred percent there. Well, thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you and your beautiful background. And I can't wait to see your new house next door that you're also going to get into as well. Yes. Well, thank, well, and I'll let you know when this one's done. This one's going to be really cool. Actually, the, the person who bought this was a pastor who built no this way. was a pastor. I can't make this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I can't make this stuff up. Yeah. I'm telling you, God literally told us to sell everything. Like we had a tree in our backyard. We called the tree of life. It got struck by lightning. Oh my gosh. That was when I was distracted. I was actually looking that up. So <laughs> hope deferred makes the heart sick but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Proverbs. Uh, that's what I was, when you saw me wow. look away, I was looking that up. Cause I'm like, what you were saying was perfect for me. And I'm like, wow. ah, I'm not, I'm in a, not going to, not going to use wow. that Bible verse, but I want to make wow. sure I had it right. So I looked it up. So, oh my gosh, here you are right there talking wow. about it. So much alignment, right? Yes. Absolutely. I love what you're doing. I love, love, love what you're doing. It's, it's huge. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, our dads need you. Well, I appreciate it. Well, we, we look forward to having some community events and everything. And uh, I'll, I'll reach out and see if you'll Please do. jump on sometime. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, guys, have your, have your wives join. You join. I mean, I have men in there, women in there. And it's, um, you know, energy is contagious. What <laughs> we put in us is contagious. It is. Yeah. Yep, it is. Oh, well, thank you so much, guys. Take this challenge this week. It'll change your life. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful and a blessed day. You bet. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Journey of a Christian Dad podcast. Thank you guys for being a light. Shine that light out and let others see it with you guys. Part of this community, it helps me be accountable to you guys. It helps me be accountable to myself accountable to God and Jesus. Hope you appreciated this episode and picked up some great things. Hope you like the challenge and hope you can execute on that challenge this week. I ask of you, please subscribe, share the show with others, join us inside of the journey of a Christian dad on Facebook, inside our private community. Share that community with others, have your buddies join, have other dads that are looking to grow in their faith, grow as spiritual leaders of their family. As we engage in our journey, and be intentional with it. We can help others grow theirs as well. We thank you again for listening. We thank you for all your reviews. Look forward to reading a review of yours on a future show. So, dear God, thanks for blessing all of us and thanks for drawing us closer to you. In your name we pray, amen. Have fun, guys.